Good morning, everybody. Kevin Draco here, host of this Dream House, brought to you in part by Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. This Dream House, if you don't already know, is a program that's all about the home. We're going to discuss renovations, remodels, and converting your property into your dream house. We're even going to navigate some common homeowner pitfalls and give you advice on buying and selling homes. If you have any questions or comments, contact us by email at thisdreamhouse at gmail.com, or you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at This Dream House, and we'd love to hear from you all. Mr. Kistner, it's time. It's that time. It's been rough for Broncos. It's oh, been rough. my God. I can't even, you know, the frustration level. And by the way, let's be honest. I'm sure everybody, the players, the organization, the fans, me, you, everybody is frustrated at this point. And, you know, I was taking my notes and I had to stop writing because, unfortunately, we don't get to talk about it all that long. But we really or you ran out of paper in your I, notebook. Yeah, one or the other, right? <laughs> I mean, I'd roll it out to the ground. Um, but, you know, I thought what was really interesting to start the season is we could um, finish the season in first place or last place. That would not be that unusual right. in this div- division. However, now I'm going to tell you we could be 6-0 and as well as we could be 0-6. Uh, sitting at two and four, which is incredibly disappointing, but it's it's just a well, it's I, like the upside down of football. This I think year. you nailed it right on the coffin or right right on the nail. Is yeah, you you this team could be six and zero or zero and six. The thing is, they have not been blown out. No, like, nobody's been, come in and just three destroyed them every game going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, it, it's not like we the Broncos have played the Chiefs yet and they lost by thirty every game. It's they're shooting themselves in the foot 15 times a game to where it's like, how are you losing this game? You well, are trying to lose the game, it feels like. All right. Uh, predictions. Against the Jets. I, Broncos uh, Jets uh, feels like a 0-0 to me with I, I know, Broncos like three, losing. 3 nothing. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Jets. I have no faith in the Broncos right wow. now. Okay. I'm going to say 16-10 game. Low scoring, pathetic game, waste of money. Wow. Yeah. I'm going, man. Don't tell me I wasted my money. Mm. Yeah, Chef. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think the Broncos really stand a chance if they continue doing what they're doing, so it feels like a 10-13 loss. Wow, 13-10. Low scores. Uh, look, this Jets defense flies to the ball. That spells trouble. Um, they're going to get this line. I-, I could see us definitely running the ball. I don't know. Kev, let me ask you. I mean, are we just – I don't see screen passes. Why are we not screen passing these aggressive defenses? Is it just me? Is there is there a screen pass in this system? I, I actually I think they've run too many screen passes. Really? Yeah. No, wait, but you're I'm talking the traditional screen. I'm not talking are you, these. Are you quick talking out, like these quick passes out on the line of scrimmage? I'm talking let everybody in. We hit the the back is setting up your traditional yeah. screen, not these wide receiver screens. I'll, I'll say this: I don't think anything that we're calling is working. Okay. I, All I right. Just, well, I, I, I'm going to go against. You know, we got to start keeping scores of this, Kev. By the next time we're on air, let's please have our scores of prediction. Okay. I think we. I don't think any of us have won, by the way, because we pick the Broncos <laughs> every week. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to go with the Broncos one last time. They broke in my heart. This is going to be a hard, hard fought game, and I'm going Broncos twenty-one twenty. You think they score a touchdown more than what they average? Yep, I got them on a. I got them on a turnover by the defense for a touchdown, and I got them scoring two offensive touchdowns this week. Okay, well, okay, okay. the offense is on on poor on par then. Yeah, the defense we gotta have that turnover, out. but 
close game. One point Broncos win, Broncos fans. So get out there. Be loud. I'll be there. Uh, Let's have some fun. All right. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> All right, everybody. So it's time for our first guest, and I was really excited to have this young lady. I happened to be out at a function, and uh, I met her, and I found Chef what she does to be sort of pretty amazing. And I don't want to take too much thunder from her, yeah, uh, because I want her to kind of talk about it, and then this we'll is, have a whole this is ton of questions for you. What right? a, who what knew a, this? Who knew this could be a business? And where was this ten years ago when I needed it? What what oh. a gr- what a great find! Thank you for bringing her on. Awesome. So everybody, Lindsay Beatrice with uh, Lindsay B Consultancy. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Awesome. And Lindsay, so uh, I don't want to take any of your th- uh, thunder because I think you'll be so much more uh, elaborate on exactly what you do. Um, so tell us about your business and what you what service you provide. Yeah, so I provide garden consulting for people who really want to garden and really want to elevate their home but might not know quite where to start. So I have a few different design packages, one that's more consulting-based where we just kind of walk through your property, see what you've got going on, kind of map out the lay, and then I provide you with a bunch of different plants and plant groupings that I think would work really well in your space so that you can kind of have the flexibility to design it yourself. But I also offer design services where I can lay out your whole yard or your whole garden. And um, I really focus on using native perennials because they're more drought tolerant and water wise, but they also help bring in all of our native pollinators and create ecosystems that thrive here, um, as well as edible foods. So that could be everything from a veggie or an herb garden to plants that have had historically medicinal or edible uses that you may not eat, but, you know, it's cool to keep the tradition alive and have them growing. So one of the questions I would think, too, or not questions I have, I guess it is a question I have, not a statement, but I would think right now you use the word herbs, uh, Chef and I are talking. There's a lot more um, since the uh, since the uh, since COVID. There's a lot more um, people, stay at home cooks, want to be cooks, fresh cooks. And so, have you seen an increase in people's interest who sort of want to grow their own herbs? Oh, absolutely, definitely. And the best thing about herbs is that you can grow them no matter what kind of space you have. So whether you're someone like me who rents the space that I live in, you can grow them in a sunny windowsill. If you have a whole yard, you can plant an herb garden. And um, a lot of the perennial herbs like mint do super well and they come back year after year. So there's- Is there a season for herbs? Like, do you have to know, hey, it's winter, don't plant this, right? Does anything grow in winter? Um, perennials last through the winter and they come oh, back in the okay. spring. All right. uh, but a lot of herbs you can plant as annuals because some don't survive the harsh winters mm. here, but some you can plant once and they'll just keep coming back year after year. I have something to add here before we move on. Uh, so you met Lindsay at Go Farms fundraiser. Yeah. And Appliance Factory, our sponsor, donated a in-home cooking class and dinner party with myself. So somebody <laughs> won a dinner party for 10 people. C- can you tell them how much GoFund, GoFarm uh, earned through this? Because yeah, you were there. Yeah, I mean, ultimately it ended up to be a $2,500 donation, wow. which was, and I think maybe even took me a little bit by surprise. That was sort of the highest uh, 
that had went. So you were very valuable that night, Seth. I love yeah. it because... Uh, I asked if they were being crazy. No, I, I love Seth. <laughs> he is worth every penny well, of it. I'm well, thank telling you. You, you thank will you. learn, learn, learn. Can, Lindsay, can you talk a little bit about GoFund's mission and maybe how that uh, parallels uh, your business and what you do. Yeah, totally. So GoFarm is a nonprofit that works to support local organic farmers and also increase the access of fresh, healthy produce for people in the Jefferson County area. Um, and so they do a lot of stuff. They buy uh, from local organic farmers and they put together food shares that folks can pay for at the beginning of the season and come and pick up throughout the summer and into the fall. And they also have a mobile market that you'll see going around uh, Denver and Littleton area. And that's a mobile farmer's market with a flexible pricing system so that people who wouldn't normally be able to afford the prices at a farmer's market, have some options to be able to buy fresh, healthy produce in a way that they can afford. Um, and then GoFarm also does a lot with supporting beginning farmers. They have mm. farm planning courses, a ton of resources. They have an incubator farmer program to really help get people started um, with all of the resources that they need. And I love that because I have a master's of environment degree focused on sustainable food. And one of my biggest passion areas is um, relocalizing the food system and also increasing access for people who would be otherwise not able to afford you know, whole foods, price level, organic food. So I love GoFarm's mission. Yeah. And, and that was kind of my takeaway from the event, right? If And to people that are listening, if you ever had sort of the thought that I would like to get into either farming or growing my own food, and you really don't have uh, right. the resources that GoFarm uh, is really a good way to go and give you some resources and ideas. And the I wanted to talk a little bit about the packages uh, because my understanding is that's what you do, right? You invest in the crops to come in and then you get to share and reap in the results of that. And you're just getting phenomenally fresh um, you know, uh, food, really vegetables. And, you know, he was talking yeah. about, and then you could even donate from that. So you could say, Hey, look, I've got enough heads of lettuce. I'm not going to go through that. I'd like to donate it to this person here or this group here or what have you. And I just really liked the resounding everybody sort of helping each other. I mean, it had such a really, uh, feel good story. And I know everybody that's listening, Colorado is to me, um, and, and, the perfect environment um, for that type of organization to uh, sort of thrive in. Exactly. Uh, I do want to get, however, again, back into you because you, I was amazed. You said some, I, I, you know, I, I watched you present and talk about everything. And that's, I was like, oh, I need to get her on. Um, you also will like literally go as far as to analyze people's soil yeah? yeah when you go out there like that blew me away i'm like whoa. really whoa exactly I, that's what i was I, thinking i feel because... i kill i kill everything so I, I you might have to come over and anal do some soil analyzation i want to hear more about this definitely so i think that everyone when they're planting a garden should do a soil sample as simple as a ph test mm. um, which tells you if your soil is more acidic and more alkaline and um, you can buy ph testing kits for like five bucks at um, a garden center but basically you just want to know because different plants thrive in different types of soil and so if you have a soil that's a certain pH and you want to grow different plants you can either grow the plants that 
thrive well in that soil without really needing any amendments. Or you can amend your soil by adding things like compost or limestone, and then that changes the soil pH to be um, an environment that is hospitable to the plants that you want. But even further than that, CSU has an extension um, where you can send in soil samples and they'll test for contaminants and heavy metals. Mm. So if you're growing in ground, uh, things that you're going to eat, I definitely would recommend testing your soil Amen. I was just thinking that to myself. I'm going, that. you know, that might be good information to have. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like for most folks, if you haven't had a newly constructed home, your soil is probably fine. Um, but especially for people who want to garden in ground after some recent construction or in a newer build, you definitely want to test that soil to make sure that it's safe to be eating the produce that comes from it. Amen. I, I don't know of anything more important. And I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't trust myself. Any- I, I feel like Colorado soil has got some weird stuff in it. Like, no you doubt. Know, there's whole sections of it that are radioactive. So oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that's a thing. Thing, chef, yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, you're glowing really, carrots. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Or like you know, eight hundred pound carrot. Eight hundred pound glow in the dark carrot. Um, now, my understanding is, young lady, that you also write poetry. Oh yes, I do. All right. So, and I'm going to put Lindsay on the spot when we come back from break. So don't cut out. We're going to hear uh, some of her um, poetry that she's written. And we'll be right back after a word from Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's largest appliance and mattress retailer. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't buy until you shop Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom, Colorado's appliance and mattress experts. With 18 Colorado stores and a 4.7 Google rating. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock and available for next day delivery. They have more products in stock than anywhere in Colorado. Appliance Factory gets exclusive factory buys from the manufacturers at a huge discount and passes that savings on to you. Guaranteed to beat Lowe's and Home Depot's sales prices. Save 30 to 60% from GE to KitchenAid, Whirlpool to Samsung at Appliance Factory. Colorado's appliance experts with a 4.7 Google rating. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory. Unbelievable savings. Work with the sleep experts at Mattress Kingdom. They have the most innovative brands like Purple and Nectar to Tempur-Pedic and Sealy. Save 30 to 60% on thousands of appliances and mattresses in stock. Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom has unbeatable savings. Don't buy until you shop at Appliance Factory and Mattress Kingdom. Visit appliancefactory.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We're talking with Lindsay Beatrice from Lindsay B Consultancy. And before uh, we went to break, I gave you, did you like that hook, Chef? That was fantastic. Your best Because who doesn't like poetry? Because I do. I, I do as well. It's very relaxing, calming. Now, by the way, I don't read too much, but I actually have a, um, a person I know who is a published poet. Who would From that be? In North Carolina, man. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. In one of your former lives. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so that was very cool. So uh, I put you on the spot, and I know you were really nervous about this, and it's okay to be nervous, but hey, people are going to get to hear you. Are you published anywhere? Have you put anything out there? Uh, you can follow my poetry on Instagram okay. at b.musing. That's B-E-A dot S-I-N-G. How awesome is that? I yeah. am going to be following that now. Yeah. Uh, all right, young lady, you're on. You were on. The spotlight is on you. Whew. Go. All right. Someone walks by, me watering flowers. They're on their way to work and stop and say, the flowers look so beautiful. I say thank you as I continue to water, deadhead, contemplating, what is the use of planting flowers as all the earth overheats and we sprint towards the end of the world? But then I think about musicians who played on as the Titanic sank, 
and I give gratitude that I'm able to create beauty even in death. Aw, that is fabulous, actually. Thank you. I mean, I was really like, dig- I, like I related to that. Like, what yeah. a good reference. And you're like so young. What do you know about the Titanic other than maybe seeing <laughs> uh, Kate Blanchett and Leo? Yeah, well, I've seen the movie, so you know that's all there really is, right? <laughs> uh, no, but look, awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank How you. can people find you on Instagram and follow your poetry? Uh, at b dot musing. Yes, that's where you want to go, everybody. So let's get back into your uh, really incredible business model. Thank you. I, you know, it's interesting, too. I don't think there's – is there a ton of people that do it? What gave you sort of the idea to do it? And um, how nervous were you starting it? Or was it just like, no, this is just a natural thing. I'm doing this. Yeah. So uh, it kind of has just – transpired over the past few months. I didn't necessarily set out to do this when I graduated grad school. It just opportunities kept popping up and I love gardening and I love flowers and vegetables and everything plants. And so things just kept aligning and I just kind of started going for it. Um, But there definitely are some garden consultants out there uh, who really focus more on vegetable gardening and they help Mm. people get started with that. Um, There's a whole network of gardening consultants that I uh, have heard of. And that's kind of how I, you know, was inspired to really take this and run with it. Um, But then outside of that, which is kind of a niche environment, I really only know about them through social media. Um, But other than that, you really just have landscape designers and landscape That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, most of the people seem to be more, yeah, hey, let's, you know, it's more about sort of the landscaping. I mean, I think you offer such a um, three-tier up level uh, from that in what you're able to offer uh, your clients. And so with that, who do you find your client to be? Is it people who know nothing? but have an interest, people who are somewhat interested, they just don't really, you know, they they haven't had any success or people who are, no, man, I am head over heels on this uh, and I need you to help me get where I want to get to. Yeah. So I think that definitely my client base is more beginning, intermediate gardeners. Um, So most of my services are really consulting and design oriented. And then I put together a complete DIY planting guide for people so that they can be empowered to connect with their own section of the earth and really build their garden themselves. However, if they want, I totally offer support and installation as well. But this is really for people who, you know, want to be out planting, want to be out gardening, really want to be interacting with the soil and the earth and growing things and cultivating, uh, but they just don't know where to start. So little secret, full disclosure. Okay. Get a little personal here. Kevin, it's always about you. Let's hear it. Yeah. So um, I was so excited to have you on. You saw when I when I met with you yeah. and I talked with you, I was like, oh, this could be great. I know people love it. Um, I hate anything to do with gardening, landscaping, weeding, planting, growing. I mean, for me, you know, and of course, there's always a Cindy story here. I love my wife dearly, and she's so proud because we actually, I think it's an African violet that she has. She has something that we've actually kept alive now for over a year, first time ever. Congrats. Um, Yeah. I, I had done an episode here on this show in which I talked about how we can get nothing to grow and she actually killed a uh, plastic ficus tree because the <laughs> plastic leaves literally fell off. And when we had moved up to so cold... she's, she's a black thumb. Oh, 
but I'm right with her. Okay. I mean, I've tried every. I just when we had the bed and breakfast, I was so proud. We bought these live. Uh, boy, I don't even. Uh, I think they were palms or something like that. In six months, dead. I put it more. Oh, put it more sun. Dead. Give it more water. Dead. Don't water it as much. Dead. Uh, when we before we left Colorado, right? We lived up in Cold Creek Canyon. That was the most success I ever had growing anything. You know why? Because the forest grows on its own. Ah, Period. Yes. There was there no. It was all one hundred percent natural. It was Colorado native. Yes, I didn't have to do a darn thing. It just grew. And you would swear, my God, you guys did such a great job up there. No, we did nothing. That was the only success we had, and it was easy. I didn't even have to cut my lawn up there because it was, it was just forest. Again, that's all it was was forest. We, you know, we we were in the middle of nowhere um, on a dirt road, and it was great. Even the dirt road was great for me. So yeah, I why I am so excited to have you on. I mean, do you run into a lot of people like me yeah. who are just like, how do you do that? Yeah, and so that's part of uh, really what I wanted to focus on with this company is gardens that are, you know, a little bit lower maintenance so that people can enjoy Mm. this beauty without having to be out there all the time weeding or replanting or dividing and stuff. And that's kind of the beauty of focusing on weaving in native perennials into the landscape because they already thrive in this soil type and in this environment. And so they're a lot harder to kill (laughs) than something that you might buy in a greenhouse that's, you know, Uh, yeah. I lived in Centennial, and this is a true story. This is hysterical, really. This is how bad we are. So we we were at elevation, and, like, our backyard had a huge slope down. You didn't want to bring the lawnmower down because it was, like, rocks down each side of the house. It was in a, you know, regular newer neighborhood. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, no, I don't want to deal with this. And, yeah, I found a really good turf company. Mm. <laughs> Put turf down there. I didn't have to do anything because at the end of the day, I've seen professionals do it. I've tried to do it. I have yet to see, yet to see weeds not go through rocks or grow through wherever they're going to grow. Yeah, weeds and are pretty it's, resilient. Then it's maintenance. Yeah. And you love doing that? Yeah. I mean, anytime that you're out there kind of getting your hands in the dirt, it's just great. It actually, they have scientific studies that say that touching dirt is like legitimately what? good for your health. And yeah. I hate, all right. Full disclosure, uh, Kevin. Kevin I'm, is a diva. Even when I cook, <laughs> I don't like my hands dirty. Kevin, I'm with you on this. I All don't. Right. I don't enjoy gardening. I I mow the lawn because it's my duty. Because um, <laughs> you have one. Because I, I have one, and I must. And you're too cheap to pay. Uh, oh yeah. Right. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we have this beautiful flower bed, uh, and it's which I refuse to water because um, well, it's not. It's not out of like. It's really out of laziness. Let's just face it. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, and totally um, can relate, Jeff. I'm with you. I, I think lo- we agree for the first I, time ever. I, I, this is true. I like looking at it. I just don't want to do any of the work. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if somebody else does it for me, and when I had the B and B, I had guys come in, and I would give them crap if it wasn't looking right. I'm like, well, I can do that. You know, right. I want it to look great. Um, and actually, it was interesting there. I never heard of. Um, Oh God! I'm gonna this. This is gonna really escape me, and I want to talk. These worms that eat—they really are native to like Texas and um, very sort of hot areas. But when they had the storms come through, literally the winds brought these. Uh, they're oh not gosh. grubs, but there's these worms, and I can't. They're, they're, and they got some devastating name to them, like <laughs> death worms. And the winds brought them and dropped them as far north as North Carolina, but as far north as 
um, Ohio. And I come out because my guys are taking care of the lawn. And I look and like already in maybe three days, because I started to notice it looking a little funky, but it ate like a quarter of my lawn in three days. And my lawn guy says, oh, that's this, Lindsay, whatever you're, this is. You're, sh- you're nodding your head. Do you know what this is? I have no idea. Well, anyway, how you taking did, me for Texas death worms. <laughs> how, yes, they're like Texas death wow. worms. I don't know. And so they never use, because... And they hate cold. They cannot mm. survive in the cold. However, how you determine you have them is you take um, soap detergent, mix it in water, and pour it on, and they come right mm. to the top of the earth. It looked like some alien movie, truly. And so, of course, I went and told all my neighbors before theirs got eaten. They found them all, killed them all. Meanwhile, it took me months um, to grow that back, those, I was, uh, it was those devastating. TDWs are pretty, pretty uh, tragic. The Texas death worm. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, and, and I hope somebody will write in and give me the exact name, and I'm going to get it and I'll text it to you because I had it. I did a whole yeah. thing on social media showing these pictures. Lindsay, I have, a, I have a, a business idea for you. You can have this. It's an Instagram right. page or something where people send you pictures. Is it a weed? Because we have several of those around our <laughs> right. house. Is I mean, it's it's beautiful purple flowers. Is it a weed? So there's an app for that. Oh, there's actually an app already. For did you not inc- create that app? I didn't. I wish oh. I did. No, I'm but, telling you, like, yeah. I, I just followed you on Instagram. So if there, you know, just something like that, or if you can direct me, totally. I, the app would be great. I don't. This I, app is called Picture This, and when you first like click on the app and pull it up, there's going to be this screen that wants you to pay for it. But there's a little button in the top right that says cancel. You don't have to do that. You can just take a picture of whatever it is that you're looking at, and then it identifies it for you and tells you all about it. So it's like, oh, this is an invasive species, or oh, this is actually like, you know, a you wild see, raspberry. Do you see how disappointed Chef is? Because he really didn't want this answer, because now he might have to go out and do something. Yeah, about I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I, I just want to know if it's a weed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that a general rule of thumb is if you don't want it, you can pull it and plant something else. But I like to think of weeds as as just very resilient and annoying plants that, you know, probably should exist here. Right. Well, I got to be honest, We and, and I hate to let you go. You've been so much fun. First off, reading your poetry is beautiful. Thank uh, you. And beautiful. being informative. However, I think there's plenty of people that are listening that would want to contact you. Um, and so how would they get through to your business? Yeah, absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Lindsay B Consultancy. That's L I N D S E Y B E A Consultancy. Um, and the website is the same, lindsaybconsultancy.com. Um, or you can email me at lindsayb.consult. That's L I N D S E Y B E A dot consult at gmail.com. Awesome. I'm telling you guys. This is one smart young lady. She really knows what she's doing. And if you had an interest to grow, and I'll tell you, I really think the growing of the food, right? Like for me, if I was to ever do anything, we already established I'm a little too, what was the word, Chef? Lazy? Uh, Lazy. Lazy Let's go with lazy. (laughs) Uh, But if I was to do it, I would be interested in sort of growing of the food. And I think that's such a awesome thing that you sort of provide so yeah uh, thank you for coming on here and being a good sport and sharing your poetry with us and uh hopefully you had a good time yeah this has been awesome thank you both so much for having me i really appreciate it and i'm excited to see uh what comes next awesome okay chef it's that time Lindsay was fantastic 
fantastic. I learned so much Me from too. her. I, I literally, like, if I really wanted to grow things, like, <laughs> oh, and if I wasn't in, like, a, 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 a building on the 12th story downtown, but I could still probably grow them in my window or on my patio. Well, we, we have a big backyard, and I, I'm, I'm inspired to grow awesome. some, something. So I'm going to, you're inspired. I'm going to give you an inspiring question. Kev, 10-second tip. All right, here we go. All right. Your question okay. today. Uh, give me a universal herb blend and why. Oh, okay. I'm ready. All I got right. this. Is seconds, easy. Dude. I got this. Okay. All right, Mark, go. It's Fien herbs. That is a combination, a classical combination of parsley, chives, tarragon, and chervil. Why? Oh, why? Oh, <laughs> darn. Why? Oh my god. Right, let's do that again. Well, okay. I mean, that was five seconds from Chef right okay. there. I know, but that's what I mean. That's what. That's the challenge. Okay, got it. Got okay. it. Okay. Ready? Okay. Mark. Go. We're going to do a combination of fien herbs. It's a classical French combination of parsley, chives, tarragon, and chervil. And this is perfect for anything from fish, chicken, eggs, delicate dishes. 11.6. You know, that oh. was pretty good. I actually thought you were going to win this one. Oh, man. And you, you, you paused on the, the the last word that you were you French dishes. You, Fre- you slowed I, up I, on, I, right? I, yeah. I just, you, I, I, yeah. And that a, could have put you over. It's a lot of information. So fiend herb, it's actually it's actually spelled F-I-N-E, fine, okay. but it's pronounced fiend. And this is a, a herb combination. You chop everything together, and you throw it on any delicate uh, dish. You know, can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. It's delicious. That's why food tastes better in restaurants, because chefs we know about this stuff. All right, everybody. Uh, well, another good show, you two. I don't know why I put up with you. No, I, <laughs> I put up with you because I love y'all. You we guys are you the too. best. Great having you here again today. Um, don't forget to join us next Saturday at 8 a.m. and 104.3 The Fan for This Dream House. Have a good day, everybody.